Shut up, I love it. Here we have it, three podcasters thinking they can podcast and rule the world and beat the race, but they can shut up. I love it. I'm Joe Cabello. And I'm Sasha Feiler, and this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a very special guest to talk about something underrated, forgotten, misunderstood, hated, anything like that joining us today. He's a writer, performer, and a co-host of the Webby-nominated podcast Latinos Out Loud. He also once played a bodega cashier in an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Welcome, Jamie Fernandez. Yeah, I had to. I had to put that in my bio. I wanted everyone <laughs> to know that I, uh, I played. Um, I was in a special victims unit. I wasn't a special victim or a special victimizer, but I had a big. I had a big role. A big one-line role. <laughs> When was that? This was like, oh, uh, this was already like four, four years ago. But um, I right. still get $19 residual checks every other month. <laughs> Thank you, Dick Wolf. That um, isn't bad, too. I've heard some bad residual checks. That one's a good one. That one's good. You know what? Whoopi, I, and I didn't have a scene because <laughs> my scene was like right in the beginning and then I was like out of it. But Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> evidently was in that episode. And I guess like if there's a big celebrity in, the, in an episode, they show it a lot. Yeah. So when you get the residuals, you see like, oh, this was playing in a lot of different places. Um, Yeah, that's what I hear. It's the key to get into like your episode, like a big celebrity, because then they're gonna just replay it all the time. So and 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 people that have seen it, they they always recite the line that I said in in the in the in the show. Um, Let's hear it. uh, Yo, mommy. uh, Wait, wait. wait. (laughs) I'm already (laughs) effing it up, messing up the audition. Yo, shorty, where your mommy at? Oh, that's good. I actually, I feel like I've seen that clip. Yeah, I just I can see why people say that line. Imagine me like trying to like rehearse like rehearse that on my own and just saying that line in front of a mirror like a hundred times to try to get it right. Well, d- uh, well you don't you start every day looking at yourself in the mirror saying "Yo, mommy, yo, ma, yeah, yeah, yo, 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 Did shorty, you where your mom? mommy at? That's yeah. it. It's not yo, mommy. Where's your shorty? Yo, at? mommy. Is there a shorty? You could play with it. At? You could play with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm so happy to be on the show. I yeah. was like um, audio binging this, like to get ready and <laughs> yeah, like this research, 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 and there's so many people who who love things and <laughs> tell people to shut up about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's yours? Let's let's, let's get, get right into it. it. All right, it's the um, it's the '80s uh, teen comedy, Better Off Dead, starring. Mm-hmm. Um, Joan Cusack's little brother, John. John Little Lips Cusack. <laughs> Tiny Lips Cusack. Is that, uh, uh, is that your own editorializing, or is he uh, known as that nickname? Since I've, since I've been watching <laughs> movies of him as a kid, I've always wondered, like, why doesn't he have any lips? He has tiny mouth. He has a right? tiny lip. Yeah, tiny mouth. But you know what? As a as a wife of a man with tiny mouth, I feel like that just makes me like. He hides. Yeah, your husband Jay. I just call him your husband. Tiny mouth. Him. He hides it with yeah, the beard. Yeah. John Cusack. Yeah, yeah. Has nothing to hide those <laughs> tiny lips. <laughs> yeah, he's just letting it all hang out, even though there's nothing to really let hang out. Um, but yeah, so. Is that the primary primary reason why you're obsessed with this movie? 
Well, I'm a big fan of Cusack, early Cusack, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, uh, and this was before Say Anything, before he really broke out. Um, but this movie's more like do anything. Like everything, they just, this was craziness. And Joe, I really, that was awesome that you did, that the, you know, the uh, <laughs> uh, Howard Cosell, <laughs> you already started it off on the right yeah. tip. Oh, yeah, I had to. Had to do it. You had to. Um, well, let's hear it. Why? Why is this movie a good topic for "Shut Up, I Love It"? What do What do you think people feel like about this movie? I mean, I think it it, it does have a cult, you know, fan base, but I do think that it is underappreciated as far as it's never really and uh, mentioned in like the '80s comedy lists, right? Um, and more specifically, maybe like the '80s teen comedy lists, right? So. You know, there's to me this this was like a mix of like John Hughes meets the Zucker Brothers, but like an off-brand version of those guys, like mm, the RC yeah. Cola of those guys. You know what I mean? Mm. Like not as good, <laughs> but it gets the job done, right? Well, it's so. like a darker <laughs> version of them too, of like that humor style. It definitely has its own its own voice, and that's something I noticed of it. And you know what that can do. That's that can be poison for a teen mm-hmm. comedy. It can, it can, and 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 when I was younger, like that was kind of like the G spot. It was hitting the G spot of my funny bone, right? Because it was like <laughs> the random comedy. I was just like, oh my god, this is the funniest thing ever. And then watching it, like a you know, I, I watched it again recently for this. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, a lot of this stuff doesn't hold up. A lot of it is very questionable now, obviously. With When we get into the movie, we'll, we'll talk about those things. But um, but there's still, like, some funny callback jokes and this funny, like, randomness that I still think a lot of that holds up. Not everything. Um, but it's, like, a fun movie. And um, and it was directed by, uh, what's his, his name? Savage... Steve Holland. Savage Steve yeah. Holland. And you got to say which that. Which sounds like a name. WWF wrestler. Yeah, right? in- like... incredible. It act- he, <laughs> seeing that it was uh, written and directed by Savage Steve Holland, I was like, maybe I need to rebrand my writer name. And then people would be like, you know what? I want to I want to see hear Rockus Joe Cabello's writing. I want to read that. Rockus, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, this Savage dude didn't make a lot of movies, so well, maybe no. Knows. But they were all like a little surreal, right? Like they were all a little offbeat. At least many well, of them. He's an animator, right? And he's prolific right. in in Hollywood. Maybe he didn't direct a lot of movies, but as far yeah. as TV, mm-hmm. uh, this guy's been working. He's a savage, some would say. He is. Yeah. He does a lot of Nickelodeon. He's done some Nickelodeon stuff, and and, um, and he did another movie right after this with John Cusack called One Crazy Summer, which mm-hmm. is kind of like not as random as this one, but still kind of is like a silly, you know, silly teenage comedy. Um, it had a, a young Demi Moore in it. She was the love interest. Mm. Uh, so, and again, in, that mo- in, in both of those movies, like John Cusack's character can draw well. So I guess the cartoon is, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure these were kind of <laughs> semi-biographical movies. If both, both <laughs> movies of his have the lead character as a cartoonist yeah. of some sort. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love when you could s- see the stench of the director, writer in the movie. They're just like, this is about me. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, we know. Well, let's hope 
let's hope that's all it is because mm-hmm. what is the premise jamie like what's the main uh, oops uh part of the premise okay. that okay this movie is so um cusack plays we're just gonna go by cusack we need to have his john yeah yeah no john um he plays a high schooler right elaine meyer and in the beginning of the movie you can see he's like um he kind of has like an unhealthy obsession with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, she's already his girlfriend. <laughs> she's already she's, his girlfriend and he's super yeah. thirsty of her. It was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I read a review that, 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 that described it as a bizarre fixation, which I think is a good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has like the hangers with her face on them. Which is so bizarre <laughs> considering it's his clothes. Like the hangers are for his clothes. So what does that really say? <laughs> And like, like in the mid '80s, is it like, is there a Kinkos that he can do this in? Like, it seems like a, a big job back in the oh, '80s for yeah. a high school kid to get this, all, you know, a bunch of copies of her face. Very, and it looks mm-hmm. professional. Very creative, yeah. Uh, very creative. So you know, instead, you know, it's this is like the opposite of he's just not that into you. Like he's just way into her. Um, in this, in the <laughs> beginning of this movie, um, which for me, like watching it, uh, you're. You're like, my screenwriter mind is, oh, he's obsessed with this girl. Oh, it's already his girlfriend. He's fucked. Yeah, you know? right. You already know. You already yeah. know. Um, and uh, and that's what happens. He's, he's fucked, right? His, his girlfriend, like, breaks up with him immediately. Um, Leaves him for a blonde guy, for, like, a blonde, too blonde. Classic 80s too, blonde yeah. villain. Hot shot. Mm-hmm. Villain. Hot shot. Like the, the chin is just way too square. Way too square. Um, he's like, like cap- Mr. Incredible. Captain Mr. of the Incredible. ski team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is some hardcore 80s villain right here. Um, and he's auditioning people. He's auditioning he's people. Aud- and, and Cusack actually is not a bad skier in the beginning. He's like decent. No. And this guy's just like, yeah, no, next. He's like, he's being a hater. Um, understandably, because he's trying to get his girl, I guess. But... Um, yeah. So, uh, and there's a part where he just pushes, I don't know, the part where he pushes John Cusack and a, the, there's a line of skiers behind them and they all The dominoes, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just thought that was, <laughs> this is one of the random things that happened in the movie that's funny. Um, what else, what else? Okay, so this is where it gets really, like, questionable, yeah. right? Um, she breaks up with him and then um, he decides to kill himself, right? Very, okay. Yeah. Hello, 80s. Um for, I don't think a movie like this would get gave me right now a comedy like this if it was something like this. But um, and in the same review that I read the other thing, they they describe it as he makes bumbling attempts at suicide, which I think is kind of what happens. Um, they're not strong enough. They're yeah. not strong enough, right? Uh, and yeah. they're kind of supposed to be slapsticky and and stuff like that uh, to varying degrees. We'll talk about that I, as we go. And on. that but, was um, I was very confused watching it because this was my first time watching it spoiler um and i knew nothing about it going into it so i thought when the first suicide attempt happens of him trying to hang himself i thought he was gonna die and maybe this is a ghost movie or something Uh, you know like oh he's dead and a ghost and then he falls in love with a new girl but he's a ghost so it's a problem i thought it was gonna be that and i was like okay this is cooking and then it's like as he's dying, choking. Cut to the next scene. He's alive and fine. I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, this is like, just wait. a joke. This is just a this gag. This is just a joke. And then it's like it's gonna be. It's gonna happen a couple more, t- a few more times during the movie. Um, but not as many times as Harold and Maude, which is what it made me think of. 
because that's that movie Harold is trying to kill himself yeah. the whole way no yeah anyway. yeah but I, I feel like even Harold and Ma like had that I don't know this was making it like more sillier and like yeah, I don't know if you can like really make suicide silly and stuff. It's just it's it's. Uh, there was some funny suicide moments. I mean, like if you know, if only that's possible. Where his mom like accidentally contributes to him almost dying by opening the door and cleaning. Yeah, and and and, and he was like, "What am I do-? in that one?" He's like, "What am I doing?" Like you know what I mean? Like he's actually like, "This yeah. is crazy." And and um, I think actually there's a recent movie with Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. Uh, I think it's called The Devil All the Time. I could be wrong that it might not be that title, but yeah. A spoiler for that movie. There's this exact scene, except Ernest in that movie, where a girl goes oh, to goes to commit suicide is like, "Oh, I don't want to do this," and then slips and dies. <sighs> so it's kind of it's just like you can this was play a drama, it right? either that way. Yeah, it's it was yeah. a drama. I laughed, but it's a drama. Uh, but yeah, it's like you could play this either way. The, both these movies have proven. Yeah, but I think. but that's the controversy, I guess, right? Like there's just built-in controversy of the '80s is that uh, this character is trying to kill himself. It's funny. I mean, it says it in the title. Like, I guess you don't know what it is if you haven't seen it. Better off dead. I wonder. Yeah, I do, Joe. I do like your um, ghost uh version i think we should like write write it together <laughs> yeah i but like that another, concept. we'll talk about that off uh <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna be a pottery scene uh right right <laughs> i hope so. we have to we have of course you know in memory of swayze um and but you know this movie eventually uh lane gets her self-confidence back he meets this um foreign exchange student from france uh, and and kind of starts getting and she kind of helps him get his self confidence back, uh, and and in the end he challenges the blonde bad guy to a ski race and wins. But instead of going back to Beth and Beth, all of a sudden is like, I guess she's really hot for the guys who are good at skiing. <laughs> she's like yeah, yeah, back on him. She's back with it. And she says yeah. straight up to when she breaks up with him. I think it would be better for me if I have somebody who's more popular and more skilled. Yeah. Like, she makes it very clear what kind of person she is. She's not hiding it. She's like, no, I, I'm shallow. And She's shallow, right. Uh, and I don't think she... She didn't seem shallow in the flashback where they first meet. She just kind of seemed... I guess she gradually became shallow. Yeah, uh, yeah. She learned her worth, right. and that made her she more shallow. She saw those hangers, yeah. and she's like, wait, I might be onto something. <laughs> Yo, like, I might be, damn, I got this dude, like, on me right now. Um, it's sweating me hard. But, uh, and then, yeah, and then it becomes, uh, he doesn't choose Beth, the, the original girl. He he chooses the foreign exchange student. You know, he has to kind of help her get away from her weird American family, which we'll talk about. Um, oh, yeah. But, um, but that's it. It's a happy ending. Um Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Nobody's better mm-hmm. off. Better off alive. Hello. Yeah. What a misdirect this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but big ass red herring <laughs> up there is better off alive. Better really. off alive. This is the that was the message uh, of the movie. Sasha, have you seen this before? Have no. you heard of it? N- no. I mean, maybe I, the poster looks so familiar, 
But it also looks like a few Tom Cruise posters mm. that are like. It's serious. of the era. Like I think the the, <laughs> the main poster and whatnot is is of its era. That I think it's it's like how now you see a lot of those posters that are like orange and blue, you know, that mm-hmm. look exactly the same. And you're like, okay, this mm. this is gonna die off in five years, and then we'll we'll have another poster type. Did the poster so have no, like neither, sunglasses uh, or something? Because there's a lot yeah. of '80s sunglasses, kind of, kind of sunglasses. White, yeah. A lot yeah. of white on the cover with maybe a splash mm-hmm. of color. You mean like the cast or yeah. Oh, yeah. color? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that was any '80s uh, big budget movie was paging John white. Hughes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just like a funny look on his face, you know. Like it could be any John Cusack movie, like literally, true. you know. It's just like it's just like his portrait. It's just like could be any of his great hits. Um, and 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 so, what were your initial thoughts seeing it? Because you know, I grew up with this movie. Like, you know, I, I don't want to age myself, but I, I, I had it on. I recorded on a VHS. And I used mm-hmm. to have it, you know, as when people used to record everything on VHS. Mm-hmm. So I like I had it with like random other movies that didn't have any theme or whatever. It was just like Better Off Dead, like Red Sonia and like the first episode <laughs> of DuckTales. You know what I mean? It was just random yeah. things oh, going on. First episode of DuckTales. <laughs> Beautiful. Which was wow. like a two hour premiere. I think it was like a two hour um, episode. Oh, what, what those days. Yeah. Bring that to Shut Up. I love it. Somebody anyway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, no. My first thoughts were, "Wow, it's a surreal movie. It's a, uh, it's not like a straight comedy. It's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird, and I, and I welcome the weirdness. Those were my thoughts, and I like a Cusack. Like I like me a little Cusack. See, actually. I'm not a, I'm not so a Cusack. I, I never got on the Cusack train, mm. and that's probably why I didn't. Uh, I've never seen this movie or sought it out. I've kind of mostly avoided." His early works and and all that. So wow, totally actively, his early work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, later then you couldn't really help watching yeah. some Cusack and those little his, the Criterion. I haven't got his Criterion collection <laughs> of movies yet. They, this one yeah. should be up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought it was really funny from the get go, and just really bold and has a unique uh, sense of humor to it. It doesn't yeah. feel like just a comedy. It feels like somebody who's swinging the bat hard on every joke. Uh, but then I would say it's not much of a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't mm-hmm. think I could see why as a kid, you or even myself, I probably would have loved it because you just love moments, right? Like yeah. when you're a kid, you love to see scenes that are funny and like that can string you along. But it's like the love part of it is like the third act is essentially what the second and third act you would think would be <laughs> like he doesn't really even contact the french girl and have any contact with her until like the last 30 minutes of the movie then it's their love goes i'm just right. like this is such a weirdly paced movie Pacing it's really it's yeah. really weird but it's consistently funny and bringing up fun things so there's that yeah, you can yeah. tell, like, it was comedy, like, jokes over everything yes. <laughs> type thing. And they were, like, big big swings, big misses. But but the things that hit still, like, I remember now, you know, the $2, the Paperboy stuff was r- random. But I just love that, that random. Yeah. I, the running joke that I really love is that everybody 
asks his permission if they can start dating Beth yes. after he breaks up with her. And yes. so when the teacher does it, I that to me is still um that just had me laughing back then and even now I'm just like, oh I forgot the teacher asks. A high school teacher asks if he could yeah. Can I take out Beth? Um yeah. and that's the guy. And then I remember that guy from the movie Ghost. We were talking about ghosts. He was in the movie Ghost. He was like that angry subway ghost. Mm. Um, do you remember any 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 ghost no. fans here? Okay, not not fresh in my memory. It should be. It Especially was this guy Vincent Schiavelli. He played the teacher mm-hmm. in the in, in Better Off Dead, and in in Ghost, he's just like this angry subway. He's like, get off my trade, and and <laughs> Patrick Swayze's like, yo, sorry, I just died recently. Calm down. Yeah. But um, so he was in that. But I love that running joke. Yeah, who, uh, but yeah, jokes the, over everything. And another even more absurd person asks later on. I forget what it was, but I was like, oh my God, you guys are really twisting this joke at this point. But I forget if it was like a kid or an animal or maybe a talking hamburger. Somebody <laughs> somebody even more ludicrous than the teacher asks later on that I really got tickled by. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The talking hamburger. So that was something that like... I feel like I always thought I dreamt that, that that was just like a yeah. random thing. Mm-hmm. And it's actually from this movie. And it's just, as a kid, it's like, oh, I want, the claymation scene is the best part. And now I just, it's like, this is so random and what's happening? It, yeah, how do you feel when you saw it first, like this claymation part? Was it like, whoa, they're like breaking some crazy barriers here, like adding that shit into the movie? Or did it feel like, I don't know, it felt like more like, oh, another joke. Because right now it just feels like, Okay, they're going for claymation. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a kid, when I, I thought it was awesome, I, claymation, it was just like, uh, I, I, like, I didn't really like it. I didn't think it was hilarious. I just was like, oh, this is like a f- cool part. Um, easily amused as a young kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you thought. I was curious to know what you thought as adults seeing that scene out of, you know, happen out of nowhere. It, to me, it felt like, uh, oh, the director... Can, is interested in claymation and is good at it so he put yeah, this scene okay. in there and that's kind of yeah. the only reason it exists but I did mm. think it was really well done like especially mm-hmm. the guitar yeah. movements and stuff and the strings mm. flapping around it was looked really good plus I mean I, Van Halen Van I mean, Halen hell yeah Definitely. that that was just awesome for that but uh, mm-hmm. yeah I was actually really impressed with how it looked yeah, it felt like, wow, they're really doing whatever they want in this movie. Exactly. Nobody gives a shit. The, they're just having a blast. Everything in the kitchen sink, right? Um, which is, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I don't even, I don't really think there's a lot. I think maybe you can find comedies like this more on TV now. But I don't think there's a lot of movies now that embrace kind of a kitchen sink comedy kind of approach, right? Yeah, especially um, mo- movies. I mean, TV, you see things are a little bit more... Uh, do whatever depending mm-hmm. on the network and especially when you look at adult swim type stuff yeah uh, there's some notes of adult swim that this could be in but it's not quite as extreme as an adult swim style show would be right um, but yeah I, I and i think even just the movie comedy these days it's not in a great place as far as like us getting a lot of them variety right it's kind of like yeah, this it's sort tame. of silly. Yeah, this sort of silliness is not really embraced as much as it probably was in the '80s or early '90s, even. Um, 
but yeah because uh, how big was the budget maybe like it has to do with the budget or like what okay the budget was 3.5 million so it's pretty small movie right like even for the times yeah yeah there's no big stars cusack was like still kind of an not really well known at this time mm-hmm. uh, so is that true that he disowned this movie for a little yeah bit? so that's that's some better <laughs> off dead tea uh and the screening i read that yeah he in the first screening he was like pissed off and and told the director like i didn't i didn't this is not what i thought it would be i'm like i don't know yeah. what script he read but he's like yeah, this you is were not there, what i thought dude. it would be like, yeah you were there and um yeah but he is the straight like he's the straight man he's like the eye of the storm like in, in everything and crazy shit happening around mm-hmm. him even though he's the one you know trying to kill himself but like in many ways it, it makes sense that he was this confused that's what true this movie that's was. a good point that's a good point he's not yeah everything's happening to him um he's not really where the source of the comedy comes from it's kind of like you know he plays that kind of he has that innocent boy look to him which works for the mm-hmm. film small mouth the yeah. small mouth of course uh yeah <laughs> and uh, uh but yeah i and, and maybe i don't know maybe like a lot of that stuff he didn't he didn't think the way it was edited and he didn't see it at it being the hamburgers. That way. Ever the ham- he didn't see the hamburgers. But then look, <laughs> that's when he like walked later. out of the theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then later he was like, just kidding. I still do think it could have been done better, but I like this movie. On a Reddit, right. Somebody mentioned to him on a Reddit and he kind of was like there. He was, he mentioned, hey, it's fine. Uh, he still didn't like give it that much praise, but it was, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and now. I, I guess he was in like the I'm still trying to build my career mode of uh or you know place in his in his life uh and so now it doesn't seem like he's very picky at all <laughs> yeah you're like uh, hey man look at your movies now and look at better off dead maybe go back to the better off dead days. maybe savage steve you gotta give savage steve a call you know and, and <laughs> bring the old team the- back together <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, what, it is silly and, but, um, I thought it was great for what it was, you know, for what it was. And what about just some even secondary characters that like tickled you, Jamie? Like for me, it was probably the American family that was, uh, you know hosting the french ex- exchange the, the family of sexual were, assaulters were, he was obsessed with her the boy and and it's i think explicitly stated if not heavily implied that they sexually assaulted her forced her to do sexual oh things with him <laughs> what do you mean there is a line in it where they say i think she might say it in so much or someone does that she she's like they made her do sexual stuff with him Oh, I don't know if I missed that line. I I, I don't know. I might have missed yeah. that line. Yeah, yeah, I'm very very sure. And it wasn't the six beers talking. Yeah, I know it was a creep. I mean, I know whatever the situation was with that was weird, right? Obviously, like you're like it was not healthy, and it was uh, funny in just how <laughs> the mother son relationship was to me. I think that's what's it's fun fun. seeing them on the same side you know even if they're despicable people it's always fun to see two despicable people on the same page and and the son was played by um co-writer of 
a Shut Up, I Love It episode, uh, a movie that was uh, Good Burger. Dan Schneider. Oh, yeah. And uh, he co wrote Good Burger. And he's also kind of rumors of him being kind of a creepy guy in real life. A foot uh-huh. fetishist. Um, uh, yeah. Which isn't any problem with that, but it bl- bled into his work with underage yeah. uh, people, is, is what the, r- the rumors are. We, we don't get into legal wow. trouble here by saying anything for that. No. Rumors, right? But it's all over the internet, rumors. so you can't get in trouble. <laughs> but also, like, just like burgers intersecting each other in two movies. <laughs> yeah, very obsessed with burgers. I didn't think of that. Nice, Sasha. That was a good point there. <laughs> you just gotta call it out. He's, he's more like a, a bad burger, though, um, in this movie. Uh, yeah, the French girl, and she's kind of, like, John Cusack totally does not notice her at all in like the first. Like you said, the first half of this movie, like I would say she's first just around. Two-thirds, yeah, the first <laughs> two-thirds. Whole two-thirds. He kind of like just treats her like she's some homeless woman. Like he walks past her, and you know, like, and and he and then finally, like she kind of bumps him. She has to literally trip him to get his attention, and he's like, "Oh, hey, yeah, you're you're staying, uh, you know, next door with uh, the creepy people," and um. And suddenly they're all having dinner. They're all having dinner. Oh, and the food <laughs> stuff with the mom. Great, great gag that heightens so much into yeah. great puppetry. Like the tentacle monster yeah. in the pot. The tentacle monster came out of left field, but I love uh, yeah, it. And it's done really well. Like it, it looks really good. And getting that to look good is actually really difficult. And even the piece of jelly that... With uh, the raisins. That, yeah, that... Crawls off screen. Crawling? The crawls <laughs> on the on the top of the fridge. That was probably my favorite. It's movie. alive. These <laughs> effects are really good. They're well done. They're well done. Savage. Savage, Savage man. Effects. Um, <laughs> uh, another side character uh, was the uh, his friend, his best friend. Yeah. Who was played Booger in, um, in Revenge of the Nerds, another 80s movie that probably hasn't held up very well less well than less a lot less well well, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh great character you don't want to be alone you don't want to be alone in a room with those nerds no no they they did not make nerds look (laughs) no (laughs) but he plays pretty much kind of not the same character but he's kind of a gross guy in this as well like he was in revenge of the nerds uh but basically his whole running joke is that he can't get really good he can't get good drugs where they live so he just tries to get high with anything anything yeah. basically like he snorts mm-hmm. snow and yes so like i couldn't even believe what i was seeing when he's <laughs> sincere they got powder here and i'm like this is literally just the joke that both cocaine and snow are called powder thank you yeah it's kind of <laughs> obvious after a while it's like we get it savage steve we could probably do in coke but also now. I know he was playing best friend, but I didn't get it like their best friends, like the relationship. It was just like a guy who yeah. kept showing up. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know who would be best no friends other. with either of them. Like John Cusack just seems so like his his whole life was Beth, and then then after she's gone, he just like I don't know. He starts being very self involved and 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 uh, um. So maybe that's why they're friends. Maybe it's just kind of like nobody else wants to be friends with them. Yeah. Default friends. But he's not even helping him. He's not even helping Cusack when Cusack is 
trying to jump off the bridge, right? He, he's kind of making a. He causes it, him. doesn't he? He, he ha- yeah, he pushes him. <laughs> he slaps him on the shoulder, so it's. He, he and it leads out. to that line: the the guy saying, "Oh, I hate when they throw away a perfectly good white boy like that." Oh, such a funny line! Right. I yeah. I love that. That was hilarious. So he's actually like the opposite of best friends, but be, the best friend character. But because there's no best friend for Cusack's character. It kind of seems like he's his best best friend mm. just because he shows up at the times when a best friend would show mm. up. But he is nothing he's not. to be. F- he's not. Yeah, like, no. And he's also, uh, like, he's been held back a lot of times. And uh, he, he basically mm. says, trust, you know, I'm smart. Like, I've been in high school for, like, 10 years or something. <laughs> So I like that they acknowledge that he looks like he's in like his forties or something. He looks rough. He looks rough, right? Late thirties, and it's like, yeah, this is why. This is why he's still in high school. He just (laughs) all those drugs. All those drugs. Um, uh, But yeah, yeah, uh, when I started watching this movie, uh, Jay, who you know, former, not former, occasional, um, constantly a husband, but occasional (laughs) co-host of Shut Up, I Love It. He did pass by, and he was like. The two dollars, like like the two dollars, yeah. like joke, like they immediately that the first thing they came out, and I was, I, I really like that running gag. We already talked about it for a second, but that was really fun with the kid just really demanding that money, and the easiest thing is to give him the money so he doesn't show up. But then it's there would be no running gag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, I don't understand it. Uh, I also like the scene where they're all kind of chasing him, like out of a horror movie. It I looked really that was cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> that looked really cool, right? The way the camera just like zooms in. Um, yeah, the shot like in the background of the trees, there's uh, fog, and then you see you know lights splash up with their silhouettes riding the bike. It all it looks really good. There's like genuine talent in so much of this movie that there, but no one said like, "Hey, why don't we keep it focused?" <laughs> They're like, "No, let's I just know. do it all." But there is talent. Nobody reigned Savage Steve in. You can't, though. No. no network notes or whatever. No studio notes. Which, you know, I guess if this is his first movie where he wrote and directed, he's probably like, I'm just going to go balls to the wall and I might not get another one. And he got a he couple, got a couple of, more. Yeah, he got a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing all right. The, um, oh, Joe. So you know that I've been listening. Like, I know you mentioned in one of your the episodes that you're a fan of the like the eight the rap themes in these movies like they, where they do the rap themes based on the movie yes. there's not a rap theme in this but there is what i like when they do the, the there's a song with the title of the movie in it so when they're in the school dance you hear the girls just like better off dead yeah yeah than to live without you it's like oh this is a song for this movie <laughs> i it's a i love song. that stuff yeah <laughs> I, in fact the movie i'm writing right now the a uh, a band sing says, "Hey, we have a new song," and then play, performs the song, which is the title of the movie. And they there say it right there. It's it'll probably get cut, but uh, probably get I, cut. I, I do love that. Air draft. Who might lose that? It. Yeah. That singer, who is that? But uh, great voice, great stage mm-hmm. presence. So I she was I loved good. All that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a uh, uh, fan of that song, and it also it's also the time in the '80s when like they not for this movie, but when they had music videos and like the actors and the mm, movies yeah. would just like they would just be in the video and just hanging out with the singer, and it's like oh okay, and they're not even like in their they're sometimes they're like they're playing their characters in the, in the video, 
But other times it's just them like casual and just stopping by the music studio and they're like, hey guys, just thought I'd check in on you, like, re- you know, yeah. on your recording session. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, they don't do that enough. Food. That's yeah. a higher tier than the music video that would use clips from the movie. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. I would have kissed by a rose. It was like, you would have Seal, he'd, you'd shoot him singing, but then it would like cut to Batman footage. And you're like, okay. You, and it's like, this doesn't cheap. really match. Yeah. yeah and it doesn't match. Like, why is he singing near a bat signal? <laughs> <laughs> like he's talking about kissing someone from a, from a yeah. I don't even we know. like the song in the movie. You don't need to make it so much tied in the movie. I, I don't need I don't need the visuals. Um. So, okay, going from the movie. So we talked about his different attempts at you know, killing himself. What was it? he 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 had he had the car asphyxiation one. I feel like. Was the most kind of like, oh, this one, this one's a straight up attempt. This is like a yeah, straight yeah, up yeah. attempt, right? Yeah, remind me of yeah. Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Got me thinking about oh. uh, about that. For those who have seen it, no spoilers. Um, yeah, but you no. know who I felt so bad for the whole movie is the dad. The dad does the dad. nothing to deserve any of that. He isn't shown to be a bad guy, an no. asshole. Or anything. He's like a very frustrated by for good reason. Yeah. He's trying to relate. He tries to relate to him, and he has the slang all wrong. Yeah, he tries. He tries <laughs> uh, legitimately to be a good father, and everyone around him is just failing him. I, failing. I felt so bad for him. I was wondering if the wife, did she have, was there some sort of mental illness with her, right? Yeah, like, why do you two everybody like was each just other? Like, uh, yeah, because everybody was just kind of, like, letting her do what she does. And they yeah. weren't really like, Ma, what are you doing? They were just like, okay. No one was calling yeah, it they, out. They've no, already like, been defeated by this point in the movie. They're like, mm-hmm. she is, we've tried to have this talk with her a million times. And she doesn't get it. So now we just eat the green bacon. The green bacon and the um, purple. Oh, and we forgot about the little brother. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, and he's essential to how the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, stay through for the whole end of the movie. Post credit sequence. The post credits because you'll see yeah. the finally the space shuttle that he was <laughs> creating on the Lolo from from cereal cereal coupons i guess they did that back in the day i don't really remember that but he was just filling out all these cereal getting prizes by filling out cereal coupons yeah, laser gun functioning laser gun mm-hmm. the rocket the funniest thing and it was random where he's reading that book about how to pick up sleazy women and then he just happens to have a bunch of sleazy women in his room yeah, yeah. and john cusack <laughs> just opens the door and then just says okay he has and then a, just leaves. a bunch of sleazy <laughs> pedophiles, really, or, or what those women yeah. are. Like, what, what is happening here? Yeah, there's a lot of this. Like, if you really kind yeah. of examined it, and uh, y- y- it, would f- it would feel like, let's not even go there. Um, it's meant to be just processed on a surface yes. level. Right, do not magnify not the, yeah, yeah. these situations. Um, and I guess the outrageous, you know, everything is so, like, j- dialed up. And exaggerated. You don't really take a lot of this stuff serious um, because of that. Uh, well, yeah. what else is on your notes, Jamie? Is there anything that you want to bring up, or should we go to the ratings? Um, just to uh, just to mention in the uh, just to throw in the, the the chase at the end. I thought 
I thought uh, obvious stunt people going, mm-hmm. <laughs> obvious, <laughs> like not even trying to hide it. Especially the the French girl <laughs> when she's skiing, it's basically a dude with yeah, like yes. a, a dude, curly yeah, yeah. fro. Uh, so yeah. that's funny. Um, <laughs> um, I thought, but I thought it was like the music. It was very eighties. It was very, it was like entertaining in an eighties way. S- you know, skiing on one on one leg. Um, yeah, that that was cool and impressive, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like this movie has the the hot rod uh, race scene in it. Then it has the which I'm not sure if it's race like it's kind of like <laughs> it's step it's towing the line of like is this kind of racist or stereotypical, right? Oh, I meant racing uh, like uh, cars. Oh, but I, there I is racist. race. <laughs> uh, the racing part right. with oh uh, no, yeah, I I am yeah I. That's racist, I think right? It was, it's not. It doesn't yeah. hold up. Well. It doesn't Wait, hold up which well. part specifically no. are we talking about? The two guys. The the Korean, uh, Korean. Uh, the Hawakosau part. The, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but not that I'm one to say. Yeah, but I don't. I wasn't sure if it was just like stupid or they didn't make is, him speak I, with an uh, a stereotypical or racist accent. He spoke in an accent from watching that he picked from up what, from so watching TV, which from actually watching. is a pretty common. Thing not necessarily okay. uh, picking up the accent, but many people learn English or learn any any other language from watching TV, and then it does it does affect you if you've learned uh, a different language in school or in a rigorous thing. Says Joe, born in America, not Asian. <laughs> he just mansplain everything. Well, that's why. I don't, but I do know this to be true because. I've talked to people who right. do who have learned English yeah. through talked, yeah. TV. So this TV. is that effect. And then mm-hmm. same thing. I, if I it, learned if I went to Japan as a kid and learned Japanese through a specific Japanese cartoon, let's say, I might speak in a different way than if I learned it from a rigorous school. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's totally racist. But that's a, there's another we podcast. We'll never called know. Yo, is this racist? And they yo, can... is this racist? We got to bring <laughs> that up to them. Uh, case file. Um, better off dead. Um, I did like the running joke. Like like the two times when he crashes. The first times he races them, and that old guy just he crashes into the same guy twice. <laughs> and, and both times that guy's like trying to kick his ass, and then he's like ah, and then hires him, uh, right? It's and the then hires thing. him, right? And then uh, <laughs> that's so stupid. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention the chase scene, and then you know he 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 makes the right decision. He he doesn't pick Beth, and he picks uh, the 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 French exchange student who speaks English pretty well, which we find out like twenty minutes before the I movie suspe- ends. I suspected she was pretending the whole time yeah. that she understood what was going on around. And her. I don't think that actress even speaks French. <laughs> so. <laughs> So that's racist for French people. Yeah, th- actually, I would doing... say it's more racist that character than the two Korean guys. <laughs> All she needed was like a beret, wear to wear a beret, <laughs> and um, you know, smoke a thin cigarette. Yeah, exactly. Um, eating baguettes. Um, yeah, I don't. But I did have a crush on her when I was younger. I was like, oh, I like this. I like the French exchange student. Did you think she was French? Or I thought it was, she was French, yeah. At that time, I don't yeah, think yeah. I, I knew. I thought if you had that accent, that was... I saw this very young. <laughs> like, you know, illegal cable box young where my parents... I, we didn't have TVMA. Yeah. Itch, yeah. They, very we, I had all the channels yeah. uh, at, at a young age. I would have loved this <laughs> movie as a kid, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I, it just has all those 
those elements from movies that I did watch when I was a kid and love that, you know, you watch now and you're like, okay, this is of its time and whatnot. But that is one sense that I got from it. And that is, you know, I see that with all the little set pieces it has. It's like, oh, I Mm -hmm. would have loved to see them racing. Then I would have loved to see skiing and then a car building scene. Cool. You know, it's, it keeps that attention for somebody who's not looking for a story. (laughs) Yeah, the car building scene had a I've, I had a catchy song to it too, a very '80s, a very a perfect '80s montage song, which uh, I've never heard before, but it's in that movie. Um, so I'm always good for like an '80s montage with with a with a with a catchy pop song. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 get let's. to the rating. All right, Joe, how do they? This work? is how they work. We're gonna rate Better Off Dead on a scale of zero to ten using something else as our basis of our rating so that something else can be another movie from the same period or that something else could be uh you know meeting a french girl hey meeting a french girl is a 10 and this movie is a two because it's not as Mm. sick as that it could really be anything and if that doesn't make sense me and sasha will go first go first joe all right let's rate this against another really bizarre black comedy of the 80s heathers Heather's, I don't think is as nearly as funny as this movie. It's a really, it's, and it's maybe even more bizarre than this movie. I would say arguably more bizarre. It's about two teens killing people in their school, yeah. essentially. Uh, so the opposite, right, of Better Off Dead. Yeah. Um, and I think it's worth worth watching just for how bizarre it is. Even though I don't necessarily love that movie, but it, it's when I watched it uh, recently, I think within the last couple years, I couldn't even believe it exists as a movie. It's just so like, I think there's one point where they bomb and kill a bunch of kids. Like, it's it's weird how violent <laughs> it is, how flippantly yeah. violent it is. So I'm gonna give that a seven out of ten. Okay. Now, as far as this one, first time watching it, I think I have similar feelings where I'm like, it's it's a gem. It's a hidden gem that I think is probably better with time than it was mm-hmm. at the time. Because it's just, you get, it, you get a teen movie, you're like, I'm going to watch this, this new movie coming out. This is weird. And there's just kind of aggression towards that weirdness. I can see mm-hmm. if and why it didn't do well and it was r- rated poorly when it first came out. But it is really wacky, cool, and well crafted from moment in within its per individual moments. It's well crafted. The story is awful. It's non-existent. <laughs> it, there's I don't know what the premise really. A guy tries to get over his girlfriend. I don't even think the suicide attempts even feel like story beats. You know, they're they're exactly they're not impactful yeah. or they aren't built up to. They they could be removed from the movie and it's still the same movie. Like he doesn't have. He, I mean, it, maybe they would be if there was like if he had a conversation about anybody to anybody about like yes. trying to kill himself. <laughs> like he never has that moment of like you know I tried to kill myself like four times last week. Like I mean he talks yeah. to his friend in the bridge, but that like he you know it just it, doesn't feel get, like yeah a piece. He of does the it and then he forgets it and then he's just back to normal, right? Yeah, so very strange in that way. But this is a movie I would tell people to go watch. So you know what? I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten alongside Heather's. Woo. Nice. 
I will compare this movie against the movie that I brought up, even though I agree with everybody who says it's not a suicide-themed movie, mm. but Harold and Maude was also confusing to me. I was like, am I supposed to... Like, how am I supposed to feel about suicide from this movie? <laughs> I cannot tell. But Harold and Maude, across the board, I still don't know how I'm supposed to feel about. Like, it's a comedy drama, but it's like satire. I don't know what's going on there. I cannot understand. Mm-hmm. Like... Some people like love it so much that movie and it means so much to them. I it just doesn't feel in any of the pigeonholes oh. in my brain. Like it's it's impossible. I don't understand it. <laughs> and uh it's like when it's just beyond me, I'm like respect, God bless, but I have nothing to say. So I'll give Harold and Maud from nineteen seventy one, I give it a a six. Uh and uh I just double checked my score that I gave on Letterboxd to which is very important because that's just like the first impression. Uh once I saw Better of Dead, what did I give? And I gave a solid four stars, so I that translates into wow. eight in uh nice. in uh Shut Up I Love It language of the scales. Because yeah, I also had a lot of fun and I'm a I'm a Cusack person. Like right. I like me a little Cusack, yeah. And uh I totally enjoyed all the creepy uh, and funny parts as well. So eight out of ten. Most importantly, Jamie, what about you? I'm gonna compare it to like a movie that's kind of another '80s movie that's like kind of the opposite of this in the sense of like it's about a it's not about a loser. It's about a kid that's actually like really cool and everything good that happens to him. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like that movie is like kind of the antithesis. Am I saying that right? Antithesis of... Uh, I'll knows. do it with an accent. Antithesis, <laughs> so you know. Um, so either way. Um, but it, that, that movie is just like... Ferris Bueller is just like the opposite of of of, of uh, Lane. Lane Meyer. Yeah. Mm. And he gets the girl. He's cool. You know, um, he's the one who kind of craps on his friend. You know what I mean? As a, and, uh, and that's a classic movie. A lot of, you know, everybody... You know, a lot of... Most people... Uh, find you know uh, obsessed obsessed yeah there's a lot of obsessed uh, fans of that movie and more of a of a mainstream kind of classic as far as 80s comedies as opposed to Better Off Dead which is kind of like the Lane Meyer of movies right <laughs> um, nice so you know and look I, I'm nostalgic with both right um, I don't love Ferris Bueller like most people but I like it a lot you know uh, I like John Hughes movies, you know, for the most part, um, the, you know, the ones that hold up. Uh, and and uh, yeah, so I would give Ferris, I would give Ferris like a seven and a half. And so I would give Better mm. Off Dead, which is kind of a lower tier version oh. of Hughes, like a six, six. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> You brought a movie that you barely like. No, no. <laughs> I love, look, I love Better Off Dead, but if I have to be like, if I have to keep it real, it's not a great movie. Like, uh-huh. if I'm judging it on based on like my love for it, <laughs> I would, it would probably be maybe like a, like more like an eight. But if I'm judging uh-huh. it based on just kind right, of right. like, Against. is this movie good? Like I saw it two weeks, uh, a week mm. ago. Um so yeah, I would I would say maybe like eight year old me would would give it like an eight to ten, and right, you know, um, well that's how the ratings work, you know. If today, so the ratings work, and it's your scale to do whatever you want with it. But I often when this occasionally happens, and the guest gives a, a low score to the 
the very topic they brought on the podcast. Is it low? I, ha- I thought it, I don't it's know. above. Six is pretty low. Above five to- is above average, right? No, it's it's That's keeping okay, it real. But I have six point five <laughs> is bad. I'm all about I'm set. not judging, but I want to know. I do have a follow up question. Yeah. What is a ten on the scale? Like, put anything else in this world on this scale? Yeah. Like, like Ferris your is art, collection. art collection. Art collection. Uh, 7.5 so what's a 10 I, look, in that scale <laughs> oh wow um, what's a 10 Titanic I don't know <laughs> we'll take it <laughs> on right. the teen comedy movie scale 80s hmm mm. oh man maybe not Putting teen on the comedy spot. I mean I think if say it's like I was Airplane's another movie that doesn't really hold up but like sure. with everything but I would say I would say airplane Close. would be like an A, you know, something like yeah, that. Top yeah. Secret. Right. If, if I was going by yeah. Zucker Brothers movies, Naked Gun? I Naked love Gun? Top Secret. I think that would be an A just based on spoof. So this movie was bordering mm. on spoof. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if Border, it went. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it went full, you know, full spoof. Um, half spoof. It was half spoof. And like I said, it, it took a Frankenstein, the best of John Hughes with the best of spoof. Mm. Um, and, and a little bit of savage. And the middle of savage, <laughs> uh, you know. Look, I can I can grade it up to I, I can um, what do you call it when you um, bring it up to a seven since six point five. So since six point five is feels low to you guys, I don't want it to seem like I'm not. I would go up to seven. Like so, Ferris. <laughs> Thank Ferris you. Ferris would be like so seven point eight, seven point nine. <laughs> yeah, I know you get uh, Ferris seven point eight, seven point nine, and and the, and better off that seven point zero um, on the amazing. Jamie scale. On the Jamie scale. Jamie scale. The Jamie scale. Famous, um, amazing, very very cool. Thank you, uh, thank you, Jamie, for coming on. Shut up, I love it. Uh, any plugs? Anything you want to tell the world about you? Yeah, I mean, if you you know just hey Instagram, if you want to follow me on Instagram is J Ferns on Instagram, uh, J underscore Ferns Twitter, but. Um, your podcast oh dirsh um <laughs> yeah i uh I, I co-host a podcast called latinos out loud um you know webby. a webby nominated uh there you go we didn't win but it's it's always hey. great to be nominated right yeah for, yeah for a, a comedy co- podcast so um yeah so you can catch me uh catch that where podcasts can be found right yeah, catch it, catch it. I think at this point, it's nobody's really like, where do you find a podcast? Yeah, seriously, right. Google it. Or like, where do you catch COVID? Like, nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. I don't, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want people Get to go to COVID at Stitcher Premium. <laughs> uh, Joe, what about you? What is your uh, Check out Beat It Movie Reviews, my movie review podcast. If you like the way I talk about movies, it's just more of that. More of that stuff same old yeah find it wherever podcasts are found (laughs) (laughs) thank you elizabeth salute for the artwork thank you mr owl for this amazing track and thank you for listening